everyone. Welcome back to She Blurbs Podcast. Today's guest is Birdie Rivers. Hi, Birdie. Hello. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm Bernie Rivers. I'm a recently, I guess, a recently new published author. I did publish um, a series a few years ago, took a little bit of a break um, from writing and being in the industry to uh, raise my twins, um, who are now two and a half. So I was a little like now able to kind of get back into writing and kind of focus on that. Um, and back in May, I released um, a new series called Children of the Empire. Um, the first book was released in May, and the second book will be hopefully released in October. Nice. Wow, that's quick. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you first realize you wanted to be an author? Well, writing, um, I would say probably like high school, I got really into writing. It just kind of became like a way for me to just process like depression and anxiety and a lot of the things that I was dealing with. Um, and I also really enjoyed reading. So as I got older, like kind of more like college years, I was like, Hmm, I wonder if I could like, you know, really want to, like, I really just decided, Hey, like I want to try this creative writing thing. So I wrote my first book when I was in college many years ago. I don't even know where that book is to this day. It's probably saved on like a flash drive somewhere, to be honest, but it was the stepping stone to get me to where I needed to be. And then, um, as you know, life kind of took a turn. Like I ended up having to, um, be like hospitalized for my depression and anxiety and kind of really needed to like focus on myself and get myself. Okay. Um, just dealing with like all the things that come with mental health. And so once I kind of got myself resituated and re back and I was actually a medical assistant way before I ever became an author. So as I was doing all of that, I slowly decided, Hey, I'm going to start writing again and, uh, or take writing a little bit more seriously. Like I always kind of like wrote like journal wise and stuff, like mm -hmm. just to help like process my emotions and things that I was dealing with, but I didn't really get that creative aspect back going until probably like my mid-20s and um it's always just kind of been a dream of mine to be an author to be a published writer to just reach people in however capacity that I could um so that's kind of how I got started and like I said you know it's been kind of ups and downs you know having to take breaks in between because life happens and you know sometimes you just need to reprioritize <laughs> and then go back to your goals so now, yeah. you know, in my early 30s, I have finally uh, gotten myself on track and finally am really making my dream happen. Wait, you're in your 30s? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. I'm 31. Like, I'll be 32 in November. I know. <laughs> wow. I'll be 34 in December. And everybody's like, 34? Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are like, a lot of times people will be like, you have twins. You look like you're like 21. I'm like, well, thank you. But I'm yeah. actually 31. Thanks for shaving 10 years off. Appreciate that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have went that far. Like, maybe like 18. Like, I was like, wait a minute, you had twins and you was in college, you finished college and mid twenties. I was like, mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm early thirties. Um, I guess that's like a fortunate slash unfortunate thing to say. It's kind of like one of those things as you get older. Like, I feel as I get older, like I I'm glad to be older. Like. I it's so weird because thinking about it, I'm like my 30s have been so much kinder to me so far than my 20s have ever been and um because I struggled so much in my 20s and you know my 30 like you know that saying like 30s the new 20 kind of like really yeah. like 
I don't know, resonated with me because it is like, I feel like I finally have like some grasp on my life somewhere yeah. where I'm going. Um, but yeah, people will be like, you have twins or, um, and it's really funny. I'm like, yeah, they're mine. Like people are so shocked when I like go out with my two and a half year olds. They're like, oh, they're yours. I'm like, yes, they're mine. Like they look just like me. How did you, how did you miss? Um, but I guess I look younger than I am and I'm not going to complain in that aspect. So, <laughs> so so what inspired you to write your Children of the Empire saga? Well, so it is a it's a fairy tale retelling, and I've always wanted to do a fairy tale retelling. I've always loved fairy tales. I mean, I grew up a Disney princess, so, um, <laughs> you know, growing up with, like, all the Disney movies and being just really into that. And, I mean, when I was five, people would be like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my answer was a princess. So, you know, <laughs> it only seems natural that I, I guess I ended up writing a retelling of these classic fairy tales. And um, I'd always wanted to do a fairy tale retelling, but just never really could figure out the way to go about it. And um, I was rewatching the Disney movies with my girls um, because, you know, they have to be Disney princesses too. So we were rewatching them and I was like, it kind of like re-inspired me to be like, hmm, I really want to do a retelling of fairy tales. And I was like trying to decide like, okay, do I do Snow White? Do I do Beauty and the Beast? What should I do? And then I was like, you know what? Why not just do them all and put them all together, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's what I ended up doing. So. Um, I ended up doing Beauty and the Beast, Snow White, uh, Rapunzel, Sleeping Beauty, and Cinderella. And so they all interact in my in my book. You'll all see them. They're all, you know, it's a fantasy world created around the fairy tales, I guess you could say. Or the fairy tales are immersed into the fantasy world. And um, it actually ended up merging with, like, an older idea that I had from years ago um, that I ended up just putting all together. And it made Children of the Empire. Wow, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I want to read it. <laughs> so can you give our listeners like a brief summary of your book? Sure. So um, so with Children of the Empire, it um, it's interesting. I kind of, it starts off in a dystopian world, uh, which you later find out is the curse, the sleeping curse that Snow White is under. Um, and that kind of concept comes from the idea of, coma patients creating worlds in their mind um, to help cope with the fact that they are in a coma. Um, it also kind of stems from the uh, concept, I don't know if you've ever heard like the crazy concept, but um, what if the world you know is a lie and you're really just sleeping or like in a coma or it's just a dream type of a thing and then you wake up in the real world. So I kind of use that but applied it to a curse. So when you first meet Snow White, she's living in what's called the Badlands. She's kind of on the run. She's hiding. You know, her stepmother is just, you know, wreaking havoc all over the empire. And she's just kind of hiding out, doing her own thing, trying to deal with her own trauma that she's experienced. Um, one of the big things, because I've experienced a lot of trauma in my life, and I love fairy tales, but if you look at the root of fairy tales where they originally come from, they're actually quite traumatic. And... Yeah. I wanted to make these characters real for people to relate to because as fun as it is to live in that fantasy fairy tale setting, I wanted the characters to be relatable. So you're going to see these characters, especially Snow White, deal with the trauma of her past, the trauma of attempted murder, the trauma of attempted rape, and all of these things that kind of just 
are real that real people deal with but it's also nice to see that like oh wow like you know especially for me like I grew up loving Belle you know she was my favorite princess still is but yes. you know I grew up loving her and the fact that she experiences something so traumatic and be like wow my favorite princess actually like related to something that I've gone through so that was why I wanted to make these characters a little bit more real as much as I love the Disney fairy tale versions of them they really are kind of sugar-coated and made to be kind of pretty and nice for kids. But the reality is, you know, um, for adults, and one of the things you'll see is I always say fairy tales aren't just for kids. So mm -hmm. why can't fairy tales be for adults? So you'll saw you'll see Snow White, she's, you know, she's off in this curse. She doesn't know she's in a curse. She just thinks this is her world. And you'll meet Xavier, who is her Prince Charming, I guess you could say. And... Um, you know, he has tasked with this job of saving her along with their friends, you know, Rapunzel and Ella and Ella is Cinderella. You'll see like, as you read the book, you'll be like, oh, that's so-and-so. And you'll be able to put, you know, which fairy tale character is which character in my book. Um, <laughs> the names don't differ too much, but I didn't want them to be, you know, too exact to the Disney, not that it mattered, but I just felt like mm, might as well make it a little different. If I'm going to be making it, if I'm going to be making it mine, I might as well go the hun, you know, the full mile and not just, you know, half do it. So, you know, they're tasked with this job of waking her up from this curse and they do wake her up. Um, and then you see them, how they go about taking back the empire. Um, and in the second book, it's more about the war that they wage with the evil queen and how they're trying to rebuild their world for a better, you know, for their children to be better, you know, that's the concept, you know, I mean, as having kids as myself, I always want to leave the world a better place for them, at least, you know, even if they're, you know, even though I've experienced things, I don't necessarily want them to experience those bad things. So about leaving, you know, how we want to leave the world a better place for our children. And I think, you know, anybody can relate to that who has kids. And even if you don't have kids, I mean, I would hope you'd want to leave the world a better place than how you found it, at least. Um, <laughs> So it's, it's, I had a lot of fun, you know, having these characters interact and um, these, you know, retelling these tales where, you know, they are now all friends, you know, they've grown up together. Um, they're not just in their own separate little stories anymore. They've all kind of meshed together into one world. And um, it was a lot of fun to do it and a lot of fun to think of ways to you know how do I reinvent how do I connect them how do I connect the dots you know because mm -hmm. you know their stories are very different but I found a way to make them all connect so that yes their stories are different and yes these characters experience different things but at mm -hmm. the end of the day they have this united front against their enemy yeah wow I love your message I love <laughs> that. I really do I feel like Thank I feel you. like you're <laughs> so for so who are a few of your favorite authors and have any of them inspired your novels? I know you said fairy tales. <laughs> yes, fairy tales would be one. But um, so I I would say like I was the kid in who like didn't like to read originally, which is so funny to say now because I'm such a bookworm. But originally <laughs> I didn't like to read. I was not a reader and I struggled in reading in school. I was, you know, in the special reading class because I couldn't, you know, I just had no desire to pick up a book. And then my fifth grade teacher who um bless her soul I'm still friends with her to this day um <laughs> she's an amazing person and I contribute a lot of my 
my writing career to her because she did kind of help me fall in love with books. Um, and she and decided, you know, I'm not going to let this girl just fall behind. You know, I'm going to find a way to get her reading. And she introduced me to Harry Potter. And I at first was like, there's, I, you know, the first Harry Potter book's not that big. But to a fifth grader looking at that book, I was like... <laughs> I don't like to read. There's no way I'm going to read this book. But she was like, no, no, read it. I think you're really going to like it. So I ended up reading it. And of course, I fell in love with it. And before I knew it, I was reading all the books that had been published. And I think at the time, there was only like three or four books published. Um, uh, obviously, you know, she published more as, as I got older. So I'm one of the, you know, the few, I guess, one of the kids who grew up with Harry Potter, so to say, that generation. And that spiraled me on to reading Lord of the Rings, which I ended up completely falling in love with uh, J.R. <laughs> Tolkien, falling in love with C.S. Lewis, you know, all your classic fantasy writers. Um, and then over the years, that branched out into like historical romances, paranormal romances. Um, so, of course, you know, some of my favorite authors would be like J.K. Rowling, J.R. Tolkien, C.S. Lewis. Um, but I also really enjoy Willa Winters, who is a... Um, romance author i love her books um i really enjoy uh adrian i think it's adriana mathers she writes a lot of great paranormal um books that are based in, like in salem that i find very interesting her i believe if i remember her history correct her family ties actually back to like the salem witch trials so she kind of writes uh, about that which i find very interesting so um but i have a vast array of authors that i read i read pretty much <laughs> anything anything definitely romance is up my alley, alley whether it's contemporary whether it's paranormal fantasy anything i like romance i'm kind of a helpless romantic so i can't help it but i enjoy a lot of different genres nice so within your saga are you gonna start adding more disney princesses and war princesses then? <laughs> i've thought about it um i don't think for the first three i probably won't i'm probably gonna stick to my main five that i have i would love to do another trilogy um or at least a, another book based off of their children like kind of like the next generation of children of the empire um i would just think it would be interesting to see you know how do those kids react to having such famous parents you know snow white is the famed snow white and you know beauty and the beast you know um i just thought it would be really interesting to have these heroes kind of follow their children um, yeah. I am working on a independent, a standalone Little Mermaid retelling, which will be completely separate from Children of the Empire. And then I'm also working on a separate Red Riding Hood retelling, which will also be separate. <laughs> um, but for the actual, when I explore like the children aspect, you know, Snow White's, you know, her children and stuff, it might be there. I might end up bringing in some other stories. I haven't fully decided that yet, but it would be fun if I could. Yeah, because whenever I watched What's the Girl with the Long Hair? Um, Rapunzel. Her, yeah. yes. <laughs> when, I watched, when I watched her movie, her movie tied in with um, the two girls. Man, I'm terrible. <laughs> the two girls. Um, oh, the, uh, Frozen. Frozen. They yes, tied yes, into Frozen. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. As and you I'm can tell, I know my Disney a little bit. Um, not <laughs> as much as some. I mean, I know a good amount, but I do. Um, I definitely don't know as much as some. They, they ended up like, uh, like having her, like Rapunzel, be like a show up to Elsa's coronation or something yeah. like that. So <laughs> it would be so fun to 
explore um and that's kind of where like i don't know if you guys if anyone's ever watched once upon a time which was on abc for a long time probably one of my favorite shows that i've probably rewatched a handful of times over the years even though it's done and over with um but they have all the the fairy tale characters kind of interact but they take it a step further they have like where they have wizard of oz and um they do bring in Frozen. They bring in um, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, they bring in a whole bunch. And I always loved the way they weaved it all together. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And that was actually part of my inspiration for Children of the Empire was like, wow, like they found a cool way to have all these characters interact and kind of weave their stories together. So I wanted to find my own way of doing that because I thought the way they did Once Upon a Time was just absolutely brilliant. It was. I love that show. I, I loved it too. I still rewatch it. Like it's on now. It's on Disney Plus. It was on Netflix for the longest time. Now I think it's on Disney Plus. But I'll still like occasionally just I'll watch it from season one all the way to <laughs> I don't even know what season it ended off at. But all the way to the end, even the last season, which I know wasn't everyone's favorite, but I'll still rewatch <laughs> it just because it was so interesting and um I don't know everybody they cast it was well well like well done. Everybody was very just. It was very interesting the way, and I think that's the really the first time anyone has ever really tried to weave together all of the princesses or all of the fairy tales into one world. And then when they bought in like Alice in Wonderland and the Wizard of Oz and Neverland, I was like, wow, these guys are really up in it to a whole new, uh, new level. That's, I'm not quite sure I can aspire to that level, but hey, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like maybe you can continue on the story. Well, if the last season was really bad, then I don't think you should do that one. But like from where it was good and then continue on, then maybe. that. The that way was I look at it is I look at this the last season of Once Upon a Time as its own like separate entity. Because if you try to like relate it to the whole series altogether, it kind of falls flat. But if you look at it as its own series as its own I guess season and it's kind of yes it ties into Once Upon a Time I almost look at it as like a spin-off in a way um uh, and if I look and if you look at it that way it becomes a little bit better like you're like oh it doesn't fall as like flat as you would think it would but I still enjoyed it and I still enjoyed the way that they attempted to do what they did I mean I give them props for it because you know <laughs> it was definitely not an easy task Oh, yeah. I want to thank you so much, Birdie, for coming on my show and speaking about your saga. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you all so much for listening to my interview with Birdie. If you would like to view any of her books, purchase any of her books, see what she has going on, see in her upcoming book or purchasing her upcoming book, you can go to her website. I've linked it below. It is on um, Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com Birdie Rivers. And you can just view what she has going on, view her books. I know I'm definitely going to check it out because it brings back childhood memories. Also, if you would like to support this podcast, you can support this podcast by going to Buy Me a Coffee. I will link it below. Go to buy me a coffee and a part, a portion of the proceeds will go to Freedom Writers. It is an organization by um, Aaron Gruel. I don't know if you all watch the movies, Freedom the watch the movie Freedom Writers, but that's who my proceeds will be going to. A portion of my proceeds will be going to. 
and I'll show a portion of my proceeds will be going to a new camera and a new mic so I can upgrade my podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you all have a great day. And if you know anyone interested in being interviewed, please let them know that they can message me and be interviewed. Thank you all so much. Have a great day.